BAM Radio Network. I think that people misunderstand exactly what positive reinforcement is. So I think trying to think for yourself, why is it a good job? I think that's the hardest thing, is trying to figure out how you can be spontaneous, support them, motivate them, encourage them. Hi, welcome to Body, Mind, and Child with Ray Pika. Hi, Ellen, Margaret, Deborah. Really appreciate you being here with me today. Ellen, there are those in the field, most prominent among them, Alfie Cohn, who believe that positive reinforcement, which is a popular technique for managing children's behavior, is actually manipulation. In an article you co-wrote, you describe positive reinforcement as the act of identifying and encouraging a behavior with the hopes that, that the desired behavior will increase. Tell us why you don't see that as manipulation. Okay, well, first of all, I think it's really important to understand that what we want to do with children is help them socialize appropriately. And when you speak in terms of manipulation of children's behavior, it's almost as though you're trying to form them into something that is not positive. But the whole idea of things like standing in line, being able to concentrate or work on a task, uh, being able to have some pro-social behaviors, those aren't manipulations. Those are very positive social characteristics that we want our preschoolers to be able to have. All right. Well said. Margaret, you agree with Alfie in that you believe early childhood educators need to stop saying good job. And I definitely want to talk with you uh, about alternatives. Do you agree with him that saying good job is a form of manipulation? I would not say I think it's manipulation. I think that implies too much. I think it's teacher's shorthand way of trying to let children know they're on the right track. I feel, and in Responsive Classroom, we feel it's just more important to follow up with specific information because we're trying to teach them how to behave, and as Ellen said, pro-social skills, and give them information that they can use. So instead of saying, good job, I might point out to them what they had done well so that they have that information and can later figure out for themselves the right thing to do in a given situation. What are your thoughts regarding the concern that children might become praise junkies if reinforced too often with it? I think that is a concern that teachers need to watch out for. We want children who ultimately are self-motivated and able to evaluate their own performance and not dependent upon us. They shouldn't look to us all the time for approval. But I think giving them information, and that's why we keep focusing on giving them information, will help them do that. So in that sense, they need a lot of positive information about what a good writer does or what a good reader does or how to exercise those social skills that we're trying to teach them. Mm -hmm. So that it's, it's implicit rather than explicit. And Ellen, your thoughts on the possibility of children becoming praise junkies? I think that people misunderstand exactly what positive reinforcement is. They believe that positive reinforcement is sweets, treats, and empty praise. When positive reinforcement is positive attention, And I think that's important to understand that simply acknowledging a child's work or talking to a child about what they're doing is positive reinforcement. And I think people think you have to give a sticker or a piece of candy. Now, specifically on what Alfie Kahn says, if you were to watch a child draw a picture and they were drawing with a purple crayon and you said, I love the way you use that purple crayon, then the child would probably continue to use that purple crayon in all their drawing. But if while that child is drawing, you say, tell me about your picture, that's very interesting. It's still positively reinforcing them without 
manipulating or guiding their behavior into any particular direction. Ellen, I was interested to note that uh, your article stated that a phrase like, I like how you're playing is, is okay. I once heard a workshop leader state that when it comes to feedback, we have to avoid moralizing with phrases such as, I like, or that was a good jump. So would you elaborate on your thoughts on that, please? Well, I will say that when I wrote the article, I have had a lot of discussion that has gotten me to really think about some of the specifics of the words that we use with children. And I think that probably now, after the years of actually been doing this and doing some consulting in early childhood programs, I've found that probably it's more important to simply engage in conversation than to put a value judgment on it. Now, there are some things that you might need to identify as, as that behavior is correct, because if a child's standing on a desk and you say, please step down on the ground, and the child steps down saying, that's where I'd like you to have your feet. <laughs> you still would, it's still okay to occasionally say that something is okay. Thanks for sharing your thoughts on that. Deborah, what are your thoughts on positive reinforcement, which early childhood educators are actually taught to use, but maybe not in the correct way? Well, I think the biggest problem for early childhood educators, the average teacher in the classroom isn't a lack of understanding that the use of praise is good. It's just understanding how to do it. It's almost a skill. You almost have to practice different ways of wording what you're going to say. And it seems like, you know, we use the word I like, I like a lot. And if we're not, if we're told, well, you shouldn't be using it, then you're sitting there thinking, okay, I want to praise this child. Let me spend the next three minutes trying to come up with something to say. And I think that's the hardest thing is trying to figure out how you can be spontaneous, support them, motivate them, encourage them, and not have to be have to be so awkward and difficult in the process. When I was teaching at the uh, University of New Hampshire, my students taught the little ones. I brought the little ones in, and all I ever heard was, good job, good job, good job, good job, good job, until I'm sure the children stopped hearing the phrase. So, Margaret, your ASCD article talked about the power of specific feedback as reinforcement. So, if you would give my listeners some advice regarding offering specific feedback. Well, a couple of things. One, I, I want to just say in terms of I like the way, one thing that we work with teachers on is just initially replacing that with I notice or I see. I hear you, just more neutral language, and then following that with what you actually do see. So very specifically, just watching children and noticing what they're doing that does contribute to cooperation for the community. So I was just in a room this morning where a boy had shared some news about his family and children were asking questions. And the teacher just said, all the questions you asked showed how carefully you listened to him and how much you cared about what he had to say. You really made him feel special. So she just named exactly what the children did. And in that moment, just reinforced that notion that paying attention to people and listening are really important skills. So I think trying to think for yourself, why is it a good job? And I know for myself, when I worked on that, that really helped me as a child watcher and a noticer of children to think, why is it good? And just name what I see them doing that is effective helpful behavior. Ellen, what advice would you like to give the early childhood professionals listening? Oh, well, I think that probably the best thing is is to reinforce children is to spend time with them, to engage in the activity with them, to express interest, and to really engage in what they're doing, because that will help perpetuate 
the pro-social behaviors that we're looking at. And they do know that we adults are pleased just by our, our vocal and facial expression without our saying, you know, I like, I love, or a good job. Deborah, what final thoughts would you like to leave my listeners with? Well, I think as I've been listening to all this, the most important from, from my perspective is that there's no question about it, that positive praise is an important part of your classroom experience. And I was just in a classroom last week where the children were just, quite frankly, awful. But when you sat with them and you, and you motivated them and you encouraged them and you hugged them and you praised them for their efforts in using the many ways that we've talked about today, it really changed the atmosphere of that room. So positive praise does have its, its, its advantages. And it has to be honest praise also because children know when we're not being honest. Absolutely. You need to be very genuine and really love those kids and then be genuine in, in how you're trying to direct and guide them. Well, I absolutely absolutely believe that we have to stop saying good job. And I agree with the workshop leader uh, who advised against moralizing. She said that a jump isn't good or bad. It's high or low or light or heavy. And when we describe what we're seeing, as you all have mentioned, we're offering children feedback they can use. I mean, the same applies with something like art. That's beautiful, or I like your picture. doesn't offer the children nearly as much as I see you've used a lot of yellow. As far as managing behavior through positive reinforcement is concerned, my thinking has been around and around on that subject since I heard Alfie Cohn speak about it at a conference. I guess we all, you know, uh, start off thinking one way and then our thinking evolves. But I I vividly recall an incident early in my career where I positively reinforced the behavior of one child in order to obtain that same behavior from another child. It really felt like blatant manipulation to me, and I even asked Alfie about it that day, but he wasn't able to offer me a satisfactory alternative. So I posed the question to my listeners, is positive reinforcement manipulation? If you think it is, and you don't believe we should be manipulating children, go to our Facebook page by clicking on the forum button, and let's hear some alternatives. And give us some alternatives to good job as well. And whether or not you have alternatives to share, I'd really appreciate it if you would click the Facebook like button to help support this program. Thanks for listening. And thank you, Ellen, Margaret, and Deborah, for weighing in on this topic. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. You've been listening to Body, Mind, and Child with Ray Pika. This program is produced by Jack Street Media as part of the Affiliate Nanocasting Network. Thanks for listening.